0: Okay, we start discussing together, Parshas B'Shalach, Shabashira, Shira, Tav and Ayin, uh, and just uh, last Mozi Shabbos, when I was in the car, I heard on the radio, a, uh, a Sephardi Kabbalist, I don't know who it was, but he just said a one-line thought, which, uh, which struck me, but possibly in this week's Parsha, V'nei Yisrael Yotzin Biad Ramah, B'nai Yisrael went out, beyond Ramah, they went out with an outstretched hand, which uh, Ravavadi Yosef uses many times in shuvahs to discuss how the Ashkenazim followed the Ramah. He has a whole tshuva where he says, this is, the, this is what the Svardim do, but B'nai Yisrael Yosef B'yad Ramah, and he has a play on words on Reshmem Hay and Reshmem Aleph. That's what Ravavadiya, that I've seen in many of his tshuvas. But, um, this uh, uh, kabbalist said, "Bnei Yisrael yotze when Bnei Yisrael go out, they are yotze B'yad Ramah. Yad Ramah is Rashi Tevo's Yaredeya. Yad Ramah simin resh Memhe, which is the beginning of Hilchas Malamdim and Hilchas Talmud Torah. So when Bnei Yisrael, when Jews go anywhere, the Yad Rama, we we uh, we take uh, we take the Torah with us. Please feel free. So if people come in, feel free. You can go. Uh, no." Okay, okay. Um, so let's start with Parsha Pishalach. Parak Yudalid Pasik Yud Gimel. Let's start with that. As we know, uh, the Shira is the main uh, highlight of, of this week's uh, this week's lining. But as we get uh, in into the Parsha, says Yudalad Yud Gimel. Yamar Ha'am, Bnei standing at the Yamsuf. Moshe Rabbeinu turns to the Amits Altiro. Don't be scared. Don't be nervous. His yatsvu or ruas Yeshua Hashem stand up and you'll see the salvation of God. Asher yasa l'chem that He's going to do for you today. You just wait and see. Ki asher es You won't see them again, and the most miraculous natural revelation of HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes place, Kriyas Yamsuf, as the Chazal say, Rasa Shivchal the maidservant, saw on the Yamsuf even more than Yecheskel Ben Buzi, one of the great Nevi'im, saw in um, in his day. So, his Yatzvu Es Yeshua Hashem. So if you look in source number one on this Pasuk, his U'Ru Es Yeshua Hashem, there are more chairs over here, says the Eben Ezra, source number one, Ki atem lo taasu See the Yeshua of God says the Eben because you're not going to do it. Ratziruas Yeshua Hashem Hashar Yaasa Lachem Hayom. That He will do for you today. Asks the Ebenezra a simple question. Yesh tamua. Eich yira machane gadol shalshes me'os elef ish meharot v'machareim. If you do the math, says the Eben if you do the math. The Jews had many more multitudes than the Egyptians. The Jews were many more numerous. 600,000 men, from the Egyptians, the Egyptians were decimated. All their firstborns, all the eldest children were gone. So many people died in Orov. They were all, half the, half the nation was, we didn't even know, Choshech. But the Jews were still scared? There were so many more Jews! Why didn't they just turn around and fight them? What were they scared about? Why didn't they go and fight? Says the Ebenezra, line four. Hatshuva, ki amitzriim hayu adonim li yisrael. The Egyptians were masters to the Jews. Vizeh hador hayotse mi laman min urav lispol all mitzriim v'nafshos shfeila. The Jewish people had a slave mentality. They had a complex. They were servants. They were slaves. It didn't matter that they were more numerous. They couldn't fathom being above the aggressor. They couldn't fathom taking on the Egyptians, their master, their Adonim, for 210 years. I'm going to fight them. They were weak and they weren't experienced in war. Says the Ebenezer. Kla Yisrael, were in a slave mentality. That's why this relates to actually something we spoke about two weeks ago, the Nitziv Kla Yisrael couldn't get the Torah the day after they left because it was a process. They had to get out of what they had been through. They had to change the status, but in their mind also. Hallo Tirah. He continues, the Eben Ezra. Ki Amalik Baba How much of Amalek came to fight them? Millions of Jews. Amalek came and started fighting with them and they would have beaten them. But that's what Akkadish Hu had in mind, and this is what occurred, and that's why they were scared. eleven, Midbar, the Who went into Eretz Yisrael? Not the same Am that served in Mitzrayim. Because they couldn't. They couldn't. They had the slave mentality. This is even why, says the Eben Now we go earlier, back in Sefer Shmos. In source number two, the same Eben says, talking about the roots of Moshe and Aaron, the thoughts of God are deep. Who can realize his secrets? Isn't it interesting that Moshe Rabbeinu grew up in the palace? He grew up in royalty. He didn't grow up being downtrodden like all the other Jews. He didn't even grow up Sheba Levi free. He grew up in the palace of Paro. He was used to aristocracy. He was used to the upper class. That's what surrounded him in his whole upbringing. He didn't have that mentality. Where do you see that? What do we know? What did he do in Parshishmos? Hallo Tirah. Shaharaga Mitzri Ba Vershuasa He goes out, he sees a mitzri beating a Jew. What does he do? He kills the mitzri. Why did the Jew turn around and kill the mitzri? Why? Because Moshe had it in him. Moshe said, This is wrong. I could stand up. Moshe could stand up. The Jews couldn't stand up. He stands up for the shepherds and for the daughters of Yisra and Midian because they were getting taken advantage of. Then he quotes another reason. But that is the pshat. Why B'nai Yisrael says the Ebenezer couldn't just turn around by Yamsuf and fight because it wasn't in them. They didn't realize who they really were. They didn't realize that they they weren't an Amkadosh yet. They were downtrodden. They were near pim and near dim. They couldn't do it, and in that way, they wouldn't be able to fight. Baruch Hu says, Rus Yeshua Hashem." You sit back and redo, and and uh, and and I'll take care of it. You will see the Yeshua Hashem. We know, as I'll say, Nachshav ben Aminadav, but at least according to Tarshish it was all Akharis Baruch telling Moshe to lift up his hands. It's a fascinating story. I gave it to you in source number three. It took place during World War II. The eminent Rabbi Yaakov Galinsky, who resides in the holy city of Bnei Brak, relates an amazing story that illustrates this point. It happens to be our point. He's not talking about our point, but it is this point. During the communist regime in Sh- Russia, he was incarcerated in Siberia. Rabbi Galinsky. Every morning the rabbi and the others in his unit would be marched off to backbreaking slave labor. When they returned at nightfall, they'd collapse from sheer exhaustion. Days and nights merged, and there was no relief from their dismal existence. Among the prisoners in the rabbi's unit was a distinguished-looking gentleman who, even in that gehenim, somehow managed to retain his dignity. One night when all were asleep, the rabbi was awakened by some movement. He's like, what's going on? He saw this prisoner arise from his pallet and from under the mattress remove a uniform with many medals. The man put on the uniform and looked in the mirror, studied himself, whispered a few words, and saluted. Then he quickly exchanged the uniform back into his prisoner's garb and went back to sleep. Rabbi Galinsky couldn't believe his eyes. What was he doing? He didn't understand. He got up. He changed into the uniform. He looked in the mirror. He saluted. Who's he saluting? What's he doing? He did it the next night and the next night. Every night this took place. At a loss to comprehend the strange behavior, line twenty, he decided to ask him what it was all about. The man turned ashen. He was terribly agitated at having been detected. Please don't be frightened, Rabbi Galinsky assured him. I won't betray you. I just want to know what you're doing. Why do you do this every night? The man confided that prior to his arrest, he'd been a general in the Polish army. But in Siberia, he said, it's easy to lose sight of who I really am. So every night, I put on my uniform and my medals, look in the mirror to remind myself that even in this evil place, I shall never forget who I really am. Klai Yisrael, after 210 years, forgot who they really were. They forgot they were B'nai Avram Yislech and Yaakov. They forgot they were from the Shif Ka. They couldn't do it anymore. That's why I Baruch Hu had to take them out at that very second. Because otherwise, it would have been too far. He had to teach them, Avram Yislech and Yaakov, Mamlech him Kadosh. And a Jew always has to remember who we really are. It doesn't matter how downtrodden we are throughout the history of the world. We wear the badge of honor of being an Evet Hashem proudly and we're only an evet to Hashem, not to anybody else. The Ebenezra and the story. Okay, we continue. Going back a few p'sokim though. Let's go back for a minute to Shaney. Perak Yudalat Pasuk Tes. So the chase is on. The Mitzrayim we discussed last year a little bit. It's amazing, but the Makkas were already forgotten. It's already, Makkas Macharis is already a distant memory. They're on the run. We can could, we could overcome them now. Amazing what, what uh, human nature is. All the horses are there in the chariots. They come to Baal Tzafon, they pick up Odizara. Uparo uh, hekri, Uparo comes close. Vayisru b'nei Yisrael am, B'nei Yisrael lift up their eyes, Vini Mitzrayim no seah, Mitzrayim is there, the Yamsuf is there, Vayiru ma'o, they're very scared. Vayitz'aku b'nei Yisrael el Hashem. B'nei Yisrael start crying to God. Vayitz'aku b'nei Yisrael el Hashem. Rashi. Rashi say, Vayitz'aku el Hashem. So Rashi says, Vayitz'aku tafsu umnes avosam. It's quoted there in source number four also. Tavsu Mretzavosam. We know what B'nai Yisrael did here. they hear? They'd start crying to Hashem. They started davening like the others did. Ah. Ba'avramu Omer el amakam Avinu it says he went to the place where he stood. Ba'yitzchak l'suach basadeh b'yakov v'yifka b'makam. Oh. That's the Mechilta. Barach Hashem. B'nai Yisrael are following the others Tavsu Mretzavosam. Answer of Yerucham. Another of Yerucham. Say it. Bnei Yisrael never davened before. Two hundred and ten years in Mitzrayim, they never davened. They also davened. But Rashi specifically here, the Medrash specifically here says, "Ah, oh, Tovsu rasavosam. Why daven here? They've been davening for years. He asks Rav Yerucham, yodim ki avos hakadoshem amdu We know that. We know the avos davened. Chazal already said that. We know that. V'chihem, h'hem asher tiknu lanu What's the message? That Dafka now, when B'nai Yisrael were at Yamsuf, now they're mirroring what the Abos did. What is the message? So, to answer this question, it's, fa- it's amazing that Rev Yeruchim and Rev Solveitchik say the same exact idea in very different ways. But it's the same idea. I've heard that from a number of other sources, that there's much overlap. In the writings of the thoughts of Yeruchim Levavitz, the Mashkiach of the Mir, nifter in nineteen thirty-six, before the war, and um, and Rev. Salvechik. Say the <inaudible> Source number five, back of the page. His bonanti b'inyin l'ragle haradifos haayumos kaybayo mashenit bukala yehudim kalagayim. This is before the war. He's already talking about the terrible state the Jews were in. That the nations are fighting and ganging up on them. They're plundering us. What they do to us. All the countries hate us. Before World War II. They're terrible to us. Skip a few lines. A sorrow to Yaakov. Eich How is it that... How can we be saved? Eich mimenu nivashaya? Who are we supposed to look to? Ravukol yadaim. All our hands are weak. Ovedim eitzos. Ara yeyush ha-mukhla. Rachmanu litzlan. We're having yeyush. Ubechash viken al kol Amarti l'nafshi. I said to myself, Mena mei sakharasika. Mena is that at this point in time, there's no one else. There's no one else to turn to. Maybe earlier we thought this country could help us, and this politician could help us, and this source could help us. But now we realize, says Rav Yeruchim, there's only one source to dive into. There's only one source. Only and says of Yeruchim, it got so bad! And I started thinking that only Baruch who could save us! You know what I said to myself, says of Yeruchim? Why do I only think this now? And before it got so bad. And before it was terrible! And when we thought earlier, what it was really the other sources that might be able to help us? No, it's just that now I realize, says of Yeruchim, that all along, Hakarish Baruch Hu was the only source. He was the, oh, he's always the only source that can help us. Moin 13, Even when we're in the greatest of situations, when everybody's healthy, when everybody has peace, you know what? At that, those moments too, there's no one else to look towards except the one above. Except Hakadosh Baruch Hu. it's just that when things are going well, we don't always have the right focus. But ultimately, Hakadosh Baruch Hu is always the source. He's the only source. If that's the case, says Rav Yeruchim, now we understand the Medrash and why it's Africa quoted here. Tefillah at its root... True tefillah could only come out of a sense that there's nobody else. There's no other source that can help me. Yes, I'm going to go to a doctor. Yes, I'm going to go to this person for parnasa help. I'm going to go to this person for a bracha. But ultimately, the source of it all that can help. Is a kaddish and that's how we have to feel in order to daven properly. What we call a tsara, we have to feel that we're in difficulties, and we need a kaddish If we feel that a kaddish is not the ultimate source, we feel like things are okay. I'm okay. Maybe I'll need a kaddish in a week. Right now, everything's fine. I'm good. Right now, I'm okay. Right, but you know, it's it's like the, the the joke. They say that you know somebody somebody's uh, very going to a meeting. He's very um, he's very late for the meeting, so he gets there. He finds it. Uh, he gets there, no parking spots. Goes around the block once, looks for a park, Ah, oh, can't buy. Again, he's like, "Ah, oh, Baruch, Baruch Hu, come on, please, Kadosh Baruch Hu, You know what? I'll, 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 I'll do a tiny zdeber of washing Hara for half an hour for this week. If you give me a parking spot now. Goes around again. Kadosh Baruch Hu, I know what you're doing to me. Okay, an hour, an hour, no Russian horror no, an hour. Goes around again. Again, doesn't have a. Sp- he says, finally, he says, okay, I'll start a chavrusah every night after a of half an hour. Every night. Every night, to the whole week. Still can't find. Baruch okay, Hu, six months, I'll give you. I'm really late, six months! Mom is right there, and he sees a car pulling out. As he finishes saying what he's saying, he pulls out, he says, like, no, I got one, thanks. No, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Even Baruch Hu gives us, you know, like, we don't, we, we don't realize it. When things are good, all of a sudden, we don't have to focus says Rav Yeruchim, Tafzum Osam. Why does Chazal say it here? Right now, Chazal, B'nai Yisrael, we're in the greatest ace that could be imagined. They have the Yamsuf in front of them. They have Paros Shari'is behind them. They feel like they're enclosed. There's nowhere to go. There's no way to go. They start davening. That tefillah, that's true tefillah. Dafka here, Tafzum HaZav Osam, they got the message. This is what the Avos did also. Because this is true tefillah. It says of Yeruchim, lest we think, Avram Avinu davened, he davened, he was, what, what was he davening for? He was davening for storm, he was fine. Yitzchak. Right, but says Yitzchak, let's do No, it says of Yeruchim, they davind out of a sense of a sorrow. They davened out of a sense of, Zabtah Kodesh Baruch says of Yeruchim, line 22, Ba'amrem tasum nasavosa, bo'lil modva nimsu malamdim, alkol soda tefillah, this is true prayer. Megal manu so soda gadol ba'inyin tefill Right, this is the secret. Hayam Sogera, Soni The Yam is closing them in. The enemy is running. is in the The desert's over there with the, with the wild animals. The There's nowhere else to go. They also David with this mentality. If we ever stand in front of Hashem, if we ever go to a ma'ariv, feeling comfortable feeling satisfied, everything's fine, everything's wonderful, we're not going to daven properly. All of a sudden, there's a, there's a tzara, there's a need, we're crying our hearts out. What's the difference? True tefillah, we have to realize, every second of our life, we need him. Every second, he breathes new life into the world. We realize the mistake. That's what Khazal say here. A this is true tefillah. This is true tefillah. And skip down. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Line 41. We say every morning, They have chariots, they have horses. That's our weapon. Our weapon is shame Hashem. We have a Kodesh Baruch. says the exact same thought. Not to give Pshat and the Rashi, but the exact same message. In giving Pshat, many of you are familiar with the Machlokas between the Rambam and the Ramban. It's a famous Machlokas between the Rambam and the Ramban. Weather davening each and every day is a Mitzvah Assei Araisa. Is it one of the 613 Mitzvahs? says the Rambam? Yes. It's a Mitzvah da Araisa. Every, all the details of the and our rabbinic. How many times, and what words do we say, and the, time, and the times for davening? That's all davening. But the idea to daven every day is the araisa. it's not just any mitzvah. If you look at the Rambam Sefer HaMitzvos, not exactly sure about the entire order, but at the beginning mitzvahs, the Rambam says what's number one, believing in God. What's number two, the uniqueness of God. Three and four is loving God and fearing God. Number five, davening. The first mitzvah that is to do something, not just to believe, is tefillah. That's where the Ramah puts it in the hierarchy of mitzvahs. Says the Ramah, mitzvah daraisa to David every day. The Ramban, this is all relating to source number six. The Ramban, no, it's a good, it's a mitzvah derabanan, da but daraisa, it's just a good idea. It's not obligatory. Okay, it's an it's an it's an It's a, tova, it's a good idea. But says the Ramban, there is one time that the Ramban agrees that davening is daraisa, and that is a sara based on a pasuk in Parashas a sara, time of, time of uh, need, time of uh, tra- potential tragedy. Right, Saras that's Daraisa, says the Ramban. Says Rav Solveitschik, beautifully. Top of source 6, for the first volume, of, first volume of Reflections of the Rav. The views of Maimonides and Achimonides can be reconciled. Both regarded prayer as meaningful only if it's derived from, from a sense of tsara. Even the Rambam says that David is only Daraisa based Sara. But you know what the Rambam holds? Life is an Sara Every day is an aisara. How do you define sara? They differ in their understanding of the word. Maimonides regarded daily life itself as being as extensionally in straits, inducing in the sensitive person feelings of despair, a brooding sense of life's meaninglessness, absurdity, lack of fulfillment a persistent sorrow. We always need Hashem and that's the only nechama that we can have when we see things going on around us. al Islam, we see tragedies in the world. Hundreds of thousands of people affected. The only nechama that we could have is turning to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, The only nechama that we can have. The word sorrow connotes more than external trouble. It suggests an emotional and intellectual condition in which man sees himself as hopelessly trapped in a vast and personal universe. Desolate without hope. That's how we have to daven. It's exactly what Rav Yeruchim says. A sarah. that's nasav nasavosam. Skipping, real prayer is derived from loneliness, helplessness, and a sense of dependence. So, thus, while Nachmanides dealt only with surface crisis, public distress, Tsaras Sibur, Maimonides regarded all life as a depth crisis, a tsaras yachid. And he continues later on that this is how we have to look at our lives, that we're always dependent and need HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Somebody's healthy, they still say, Rafainu Hashem v'nei raphe. Somebody has Parnasa Baruch aleinu. That's how we have to go to Davin every single day of our lives, three times a day, with the feeling of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I need you, I can't live without you. Everything about me, my health, my children, everything, it's all dependent, it's all dependent upon you. Even we mentioned in the past, in another context, the Grah. The Gra's amazing Ha'ara. Akol Kol Yaakov by de Yesov. The Grah says if you look in the Torah on Akol Kol Yaakov, one Kol is spelled with a Vav, Maleh, and the other Kol is. This is not on your sheet, you just write this in on number six, and one Kol is spelled without a Vav, chaser Says the Grah, every Jew has two voices. A Kol Maleh, a full Kol, that's the Kol of Torah, the proud Kol. The call that he stands up strong and proud. I have a, I have a, a blueprint to live by. That's a full call. But then there's the call chaser, the broken call. That's the call of tefillah. The call of Torah and the call of tefillah. I feel broken. I feel needy. I feel wanting. Ha kol Yaakov. One moleh, one chaser. That's how we have to daven. Tafsu menas avosam. Ha'klai on the Yamsuf. That's how we have to daven each and every day. Okay, moving right along. Now we get into the introduction to the Shiras Hayam. Yudalit Yudalad, Pasach Havdalad. Yudalad, So B'nai Yisrael are traveling. Pasachav Hav let's start with. Pasachav Hav Vayavou, B'nai Yisrael, Basoch Hayam, Vayabasha. B'nai Yisrael, go into the Yam, Vayabasha. In, when it's dry, the water is walls on the right and left. Charge in. It's, every year I read this. I mentioned it last year. It's unbelievable. The Yams have split, B'nai Israel go through, and the Egyptians run after them. It's just unbelievable. How thick can a nation be? Unbelievable. Nothing more to say. So, anyways, we discussed that last year. They run after them. And they all got confused. Knocked off the wheel. And they all started sinking. So there is a very important, one of the sodistic Meshachachmas on this Pasuk. One of the defining Meshachachmas in the entire Sefer. I would even dare to say. Source number 7. This is a Meshachachma that could be said any Shabbos of the year, be hisbonein b'darki at Torah. When you look around in the laws of the Torah, one will see. Keep mitzvahs masios kmo avodazara vaarayos Yeshkare's kares Visharmisa v'shar If you look at certain averos, avodazara, other types of of eating uh, eating chelev eating tevel, there are serious punishments. Misa Bede Misa Skelos, Many, many punishments for Averos, which he calls action Averos. But we might add, I'll call them Misos Ben Adam Not exactly the same, but that type of uh, Averos. Locane Midos. What about the Ben Adam Averos? Like washinhara Hara and Rechilos and, and Gezel, even stealing. There's no punishment for those. We know stealing. There's no malchus. There's no lashes. Why? Because you can return the item. But let's step back for a minute. Why is it, as the meshachachma, by all the ben adam machaver averus, Gezer, loshin hara rechilus, no punishment, while by the avodah right? Avodah uh Obviously, there is a punishment, but. Why is there such a disparity? But then he adds, Dafka <adjectives in> <head> This disparity is only by an individual. An individual is not punished for the Bainad al But the, for, for, the, for, boxing, but, the um, but they are by the Bainadama Makams. But if you look throughout many examples when it comes to a tzibur, it's just the opposite. Says the Meshachachma, I will prove to you from four or five examples that privately, HaKadosh Baruch Hu cares very much about how we relate to him. But on a public level, you know what he's looking for more? How we relate to each other. How is Kla Yisrael doing together? When it comes to the Tzibur, he cares more about ben Adam than about ben Adam Obviously he cares about both. But when it comes to the Tzibor, he is more, he, Kavayach, he was more upset if we don't get along than if we worship Avodah Zarah even. Where do you see this? Four examples. Number one, I numbered them. To be Yerushalmi, to pay a and pay up. Doroshal David, kubam Sadikim, Hayu. David HaMalek's generation, they were all very righteous. Why did they lose some wars? Because they tattletaled on each other. They didn't get along. Avodoru shel Achav in the generation of Achav, Achav Harasha, Ov de Avodizara Hayu, Val Yedesh Shelo Hayu Bem Deltorin Hayu Yodin La Mechamu But they won wars. But when it comes to a tzibur, Ben Adam is so important. She matzibur nishchasin b'avodizara v'arayos. If we're doing something terrible, Avodah Zarah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu still resides amongst us. But B'nimusiyo, Sumido, Slashon Haru, Machlokas, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I can't take it. I can't take it. I have to leave. Number one. Number two. G'dol HaMizu 18. As we know. Based on Mikdash Rishon. Mikdash Rishon, why was it destroyed? Avodah Zarah. Gilyarai Shri Chasdamim. Okay, but the, those are also Ben Adam Machavero. But also you have a in there. Ube Miktasheni Chazal say they were Oseh Why was it destroyed? As we know, Sin which was a longer galus. First one was only seventy years. First one was only seventy years, and we're still in the second one. We're still in the second one because the Kodesh was a Sin I'm not bringing the base of Mikdash until we get over it, and we still have our work to do. Harei dematzibro nishchasim midos. a Yosef meyim Midos, cares about in the in the public setting than more than the private ones. Lachain third example. Om Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan says in Sanhedrin, everybody's welcome to join us. A couple of weeks, 17 more days. Dafyomi finishes Mesechas Baba Basra. We start Sanhedrin on Rosh Chodesh Adar. It's on a Sunday, a new week. Rosh Chodesh Adar which is really, those doing the, the, the daf, it's really, see, is only one big masehta. It's been not only the biggest masehta in Shas, but it's the, if you triple it, it's very large. Anybody could join us for, uh, join the world for Sanhedrin. I'm not pushing my shear. I can, any shear you want. Just uh, just learn it. Bo A, line 30, it says at the end of Sanhedrin, look how great is the power of robbery, of theft. Sheharidor ha-mabal avril ha-kol V'lo nechtam zardinam elah al-shapashtu yidein be The dor mabal was terrible They did all the otherists What was the final nail in the coffin? Stealing from each other Kodesh Baruch Hu says I can't take that Okay, Odeva Rezara But I can't take it I can't take that you steal from each other D'chseiv kihininim ha-shchisam ki'mol ha-aretz chamas She'al ha-rayist dinzibur yesh pretty bad But you know what? I'm not going to get. I'm not going to destroy you for that. But when it comes to Nimosios Midos type of averos, that I can't take, and that I have to destroy the world for. So we have Acha versus David, number one. Number two, we had Mikdash Rishon versus Mikdash Sheni. Number three, we have the Dor Why was it destroyed? And finally, we have on the top of the next column, number four. Lachayim Matzanu. We did two major Averis in the Midbar. There were minor ones also. We complained a lot. Not a lot. I mean, if you read the Torah, it seems like read Safer by Midbar. We're always complaining. But if you think about it, it was all in the first two years in the last year. 38 years we don't know anything about. No complaints listed. So, But it looks like we're pretty bad from the Torah Shabbat But we did complain, but there were two major Averis that we know of. All pretty early on. Says the Meshechachma. When it came to the Egel, Avodah Zarah, Baruch Hu is Michael. Moshe David, okay, Amochel. Avala Mur- Maraglim, Shohaya Lashon Hara, V'Kfiyas Tova, Lomachalahem. Maraglim, it was Lashon Hara about Eretz Yisrael, but it was also that type of Aveira, a Lashon Hara type of Aveira, having have a Kafui Tova, ingratitude, no Mechila. You're all going to die in the Midbar? You can't go in. Kodesh Baruch Hu got much more upset about it. Four examples. What does all this have to do with It's wonderful. Why you say it here? Now, says the Meshachach, I can bring the Medrash with that Hakdamah in the Yalkut. The water was a The water was a wall. Samuel, the Malach, said, Rebban eshalom lo'avdov o'dezari Yisrael b'mizrayim, v'ata osalem nisim. Hey, K'lai Yisrael was also on the 49th level of Toma. What are you saving them for? What's the difference between the Egyptians and the Jews? V'hayim ha'smi'el kolol shalyam, nusmal elam chemo was upset. He was going to drown them. L'akchen khasav chemo khaservav. It says, Choma, but without the Vav, so it could be read, Chema, Anger. What was, why was he only complaining now, the Malach? We didn't get to the punchline yet. Why didn't he say in Mitzrayim, Hey, they were all in the Zorah. Only in the Yamsuf, He's saying, hey, why are you saving them? Why didn't he complain in the Mitzrayim? Because in Mitzrayim we had Achdos. In Mitzrayim, at that stage, we were still all together, so there was nothing to complain about. But now, says the Meshachachma, we did terrible things in Mitzrayim. We did all the Averis. They got along. But in the Yamsuf, the Medrash says they all started fighting. What should we do? Some said, let's go back to Mitzrayim. Some said, let's do this. Some said, let's do that. All of a sudden, they started going in different directions the Malach said HaKadosh Baruch Hu, destroy them. HaKadosh Baruch they don't deserve it. Because the Malach knew that HaKadosh Baruch scorecard when it comes to the Tzibor, Be'en Odom was so much more important. And we have to do everything we can to be Mar B'Shalom. So anyone's told me a story. There was a certain, certain in a certain neighborhood, there was a, a number, uh, one or two of the Rabbanim that were doing something that a number of the other Rabbanim were, were very upset about. So I heard this from the, the person who was going around, uh, well, uh, who was who an aid to, uh, to this to this to uh, this story. So they brought it to a certain rav, and they said, "The rav, would you would you sign this letter that that you're against what this other rabbi is doing?" So the rabbi responded, "Tamid marbim shalom ba'olam." Is this signature going to be mar shalom or mar Machlokas? I'm not signing. and we all have to think of ourselves in that way. We have to do everything we can to be mar ba'olam. If every Jew thinks that way, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will look down upon us. That's get rid of the Chema. Bring it back to Choma, a wall of protection for us. When it comes to the Tzibur, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I'm more interested in the Bein adam HaKaver. Okay. Um, okay, let's go straight. Source number eight. You know Let's skip number eight for now. Let's do the next uh we'll skip that. If we have time, we'll come back to it. Source number eleven. Source eleven. Source eleven, if you see in the bold faced, is bold faced for pasuk and parshas Akev. Why are we hussing parshas Akev? Not only because sure we probably won't have a Shear Parches Akev in the middle of the summer, but so it's good to talk about it now. Maybe one day we will have Shear and Parches Akev. Sometimes Akev is late. So it, uh, we'll have to see. But um but either way, let's um, we'll see what it has to do with us. What does the Pazak say? Zahar al Tishkach remember this is Moshe Rabbeinu talking in Sefer Dvarim remember don't forget Asa Midbar. How you angered God in the desert. This is Perictes, Pasik Zayin. Those of you who have a Chumish in in um, Hamisha Chumjah Torah. Perictes, Pasik Zayin. Moshe Rabbeinu is giving them Moser. Remember, don't forget how you angered God in the desert. Okay. This happens to be one of the Sheish Zechiros. Is it anywhere over here? Over it to be one of the sheish zechiros that we have. That some of the minhag, the Magen Avram quotes the Shlach Kadosh. Uh, that there is a minhag to say the sheish zechiros at the end of davening every day. So we have zechiros yisraelim. Yis we have Mayim Arsinai, Sinai, Pentecostal Varmaroy We have a We have Miriam, and we have Shabbos. This is number six. Remember how Hashem angered you? Angered Hashem in the desert. What is this referring to? So in most Sidurim. I'm looking right now in the uh, the Art School Siddur. The art school, uh, the, so what does it say? It has a title for each of the Zechiros. Zechiras Maisa HaEgel. The Egel, that's what the puzzle is referring to. And this is what most commentaries say. Remember that you angered God in the desert. Where do we anger God the most? The Egel. That's a simple reading and that's what most Siddurim have. But says of Yaakov Kamenetsky, if you look closely at those psukim and Parsha's Akev. It can't be. It can't be. Why? Says Rabbi Yaakov, I'll read you the Midbar. Remember how you angered God in the desert. From the time you left Egypt until today, you were rebels. That's Pasik Zion. Next Pesach. And in Chorev you angered God. He got so angry he wanted to destroy you, except I went up to the mountain and I saved the day, says Moshe Rabbeinu. Says Rabiakov, Yaakov, what's Pasaches talking about? That's the Egel. In Chorev, right after we got the Torah. And the Pasach starts off with a And, meaning it's not the same thing as the previous Pasach. So Pasach Zion says, remember that you angered God. And then the next project says, and in Chorav you angered God as well. So that's the Egel. So what's the previous project talking about? What's this Zohar, Zohar al-Tishkach? So what are we supposed to remember? It's one of the She's Sakhiras. If you have a minute to say it, I don't know what to think. So we can't think about the Egel. But says Rabbi Yaakov, there has to be a deeper idea here. Says of Yaakov, what took place? Moshe Rabbeinu is giving a Jewish history lesson in Parsha's Zekim. What? When did Bnei Yisrael anger God? Before the, between Mitzrayim and the Aegel, there's only one mm-hmm. story. That's in our parsha. In our parsha, right after Kriyas Yamso, Bnei Yisrael will come to Mara, and they start complaining. They start complaining. Ah, uh, bitter water, we're so thirsty, bitter water, and what does the Kodesh Baruch Hu do? Take a bitter treat, take bitter water, put it together, wonderful, everything's sweet. Remember that. That's the only thing that Rakev says that we could, it could be talking about. V'nir Lee says Rabbi Yaakov, bottom right. D'koyam HaShem is super, B'parshas B'Shalach. It's talking about what it says in B'Shalach. She'ira, <speaking> she'keshebo, <in Hebrew> l'mara, Shashom, l'anu kol ha'am But complained. L'omer manishteh, what are we going to drink? <speaking in> bat, <Hebrew> si'vish That's what we're supposed to remember. So now we got to talk about what's the significance? Okay, we remember that. We complained for water. So what, what are we supposed to remember? Okay, maybe we play for water. The Gemara says water is Torah. We couldn't go three days without Torah. Okay, maybe we can remember that. Maybe there's a, a, a more straightforward answer, and I'll preface it with another question. Mara, we know Chazal tell us that we got a couple of mitzvahs, right? There were a couple of mitzvahs that we received in Mara, as if Hashem said, "I can't wait anymore. I can't wait another forty-nine days to give you to give the rest of the mitzvahs. I have got to give you some now. These are too important to wait. I have to give you these mitzvahs right now." So right after, he says, sham, sam, so, so, Rashi quotes, he gave them mitzvahs, 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 Which mitzvahs? Rashi quotes, Shabbos, Shabbos, it's important, dinim, interpersonal laws, and para-aduma. Para-aduma. Shabbos, you can understand, okay, maybe they kept Shabbos then. Dinim, wonderful, they kept dinim. They kept dinim, interpersonal laws. Para-aduma? Who needs a para out of all the laws, we had to get Paraduma. They couldn't do the Avoda yet, they didn't have a Mishkan. What a Khajrah don't about Paraduma yet. Okay, another just says keep it of aim, that's also good. Okay, keep it of aim, wonderful. Keep, keep it of aim. Para Duma? They can't do Paraduma yet! So why was that given in Mara? Says Rab Yaakov. What is the message of the story? The complaints for water. And Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave it in the way He gave them. Look at line eleven in the next column. You know what the story teaches us? Hakadosh Baruch Hu is the sweetener. We live, and Hakadosh Baruch Hu is mashkiach on the world, not based on logic, not based on we could figure how everything works out. The world does not run based on our understanding. You can have a bitter tree and bitter water and you put them together and you get the most delicious water. It's all from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And he quotes the Gemara in Tainas, the same God that says oil should light says that vinegar should light. Why does it make more sense that oil lights than that vinegar doesn't light? She puts vinegar into the Shabbos candles by mistake and Kodesh Baruch could also make that light. Because the world doesn't run based on logic, based on our understanding. That's the message of Marah. And that's Para Aduma. Para Adumah was given in Marah because Kalah Yisrael needed to understand the message, the mitzvah. The mitzvah that personifies, that signifies the fact that not everything is based on our own Havana is Paraduma. The mitzvah that Shlomo Amalach says, I cannot figure it out. The Kohanim that do it, they become Tameh and they're making the person tar, among other aspects of the mitzvah. So that's why. Oh, because we understand it. Oh, because the Baruch says so. That is our the reason that we do our service of Him, even though the Sefer tries to give reasons. The, that's just, as we said, tamim. It makes it tasty. Reasons. The word, same word "tam" is a reason, and it's also taste, because reasons make it tasty to us. But that's not the reason why we do it. Why do we do it? Because Hakadosh Baruch Hu says so. That was the message of Mara. That's what we learned. while we got Paraduma, and that's this Zoch Zachar. says says uh, Emes LeYakov. Those who have the have these minog of saying the sheisachiris can add this now to their kavanas. Zachar Al Tishkach, don't forget what how you angered Hakadosh Baruch Hu in Mara. So that's referring to our avod of him is not based on logic and his hashkacha of us is not based on logic. Right? That's the Zohar. Okay, that's Rabbi Yaakov. And he even says earlier, maybe this is a source for, there was a Shetin Rishonim, a very mysterious Shetin Rishonim that Parsha's para is a mitzvah da A couple of weeks, we're going to be starting the process. shkalim para, chodesh, and, uh, and Zohar, not in that order, uh, but Parsha Zocher, we know that's Dar that That's Zohar. But there are some Rishonim that say Parat It's a day quoted in Shulchan Ar. Where does Parsha's Par Daraisa? So Rabbi Yaakov says here it is. Remember Zohar. right? But this is Paraduma. What happened in what happened in Mara? Okay, two halachic issues that relate to this Shabbos. One issue was a halacha, halachic issue, thousands of years ago. And one is the halachic issue this Shabbos. First, the halachic issue that was an issue thousands of years ago. What bracha did they make on the man? Right, this parsha. Parsha S'aman is in this this parsha. Parsha B'shalach. Lechem All the halachas are learned there. What bracha did they make on the man? So you might say they didn't make any bracha. That's an easy answer. My bracha Zananin wasn't enacted yet. But we'd like to say that they made a bracha. So what bracha did they make? So this is a discussion you have in source number twelve. A couple of opinions. So the first opinion is, in the Sefer Birchas Aaron, he says, no, they didn't make a bracha. And that is exactly what Bnei Yisrael said. Bnei Yisrael ha'isa manhu. Ma'u What's the man? What's the man? Kilo ma'berchaso. They didn't know what bracha to make. Why? Because it tasted like everything in the world. That's right? go Shaila. What happens if they thought about meat and then they thought about pizza? That is Shaila. Right? Did it take the mahus? It's tam of mamasho. But he said that they didn't know what bracha to make. It tasted like everything. The heishev lahem Moshe. Moshe answers to them. Hu lachem No, this is the bread that Hashem gave you. Meaning it's ain't zorech l'avorech lav klau Even shulechem and Hashem, it's from heaven. You don't need to make a bracha. You don't need to make a bracha. And it's even smuchin laze. What does the Gemara say? What's the source for brachas and anin? The Gemara in brachas. Below bracha. You're not allowed to get pleasure from this world without a bracha. The man's not from olam hazeh. The man is, is beyond. The man is is olam haba food. right? It, it, it didn't produce any waste product. <laughs> Sorry, the the haaretz not ne'adam. It's not from, it's from the haaretz. T- it's it's right, So that's it's not it's not ne'adam. It's not not ne'adam, right? You don't make a bracha, but it's olam haba. And he says maybe that's even the abbreviations. He even says Dershe Rishumos. They didn't know Ma Mizonos Hamotzi. And says exactly what. But Lameisa they didn't make a bracha. But another idea, the chidah, and also it's quoted here from the Yad Moshe that they didn't they did make a bracha. Ramami Panu Hamotzi lechem Menas shamayim Hamotzi lechem Menas Hamotzi lechem Menas Hamotzi shamayim that's the bracha. That's a halachic question that we don't have to worry about this Shabbos, but uh, halavai. But uh, that is, was a halachic question way back in the day. But there is a halachic issue that does come up this Shabbos. And then we'll get back to a, a Hashgothic thought. And that is, we know it's Shabbos Shira. Different midrashim, different early sources talk about this Shabbos there's a minhag to thank the birds. The minhag to thank the birds we thank the birds. Either the birds help bring them on, or another measure says that Dasan and Aviram they wanted to disprove Moshe Rabbeinu that there was there wasn't going to be months. They took them on and they put it out on Shabbos morning, so people will go and find it. And the birds came and ate it up. Different them exactly why we should be thanking the birds this Shabbos. But there is that early source. So it's a like to thank the birds. How do we thank the birds? So the best way to thank the birds is to throw the throw some challah out to them. Says the Shemir Shabbos chasa. Rev. Neuwirth, source 13. Mutter litain tein b'shabis m'sonos l'fnei ha-bahima v'ha-ofos shem alav. It is mutter to feed one's animals on Shabbos. If one has a pet, it's mutter to feed one's animals on Shabbos. V'alav dafka b'ayalim, and not only the owners. El agam kol adam achem Let's see, I'm over at your house. I can feed your animals. Ein m'sonosei hem adam but if they are animals of the wilds, they don't rely on people for food. There is an Iser de to feed animals that do not rely on you for food on Shabbos. Even though I'm totally I just want to give pleasure. I want to give some food to an animal that, that otherwise, you know, he has to go find elsewhere. It also means you're abundant. You might come to trap it. If it's an animal that's owned already trapped, there's no kzerah. But if it's an animal that does not rely on a person for food, you're not allowed to feed the, those animals on Shabbos. Therefore, says the Shmir Shabbos, this Shabbos, Lephiza, Lo Yafeh, Osim Ela, Shemaphazrim, Gargire, Chitem, Oshire, Pashti, Dalitsi, Porim, Beshabboshi, shira Parshus, Beshawach. Says the Shmir Shabbos, you shouldn't feed the birds this Shabbos. Go add Erev Shabbos. Do it erev Shabbos. Want Be kind to Minog. You can do it Arab Shabbos, not on Shabbos. Avamutti, you can shake out your tablecloth. Okay, that's that's not uh, a couple of crumbs. You don't have that kavana You're shaking it out to get it clean. Pesikresha, but you can shake out the tablecloth. But you cannot feed the the um, the birds. So that is meikir hadin seems to be what most the majority of the post can say, and therefore, if if possible, we should not. If we have a minog to, to feed the birds of the Shabbos, we should do it on Erev Shabbos. But, Kedarko Bakodesh, 95% of cases, if you want a defense of a minog of Kla you look in the Aruch So, it's interesting that in the places where he does not defend Kla you've got to take him very seriously. Like by Shudas and elsewhere. Chalvi is also very, very harif. But says the Aruch in Source 14. There are those that that complain and say, vey, how can you throw that to the birds?" They don't rely on you. Says I think, Kla Yisrael, our It's for us. It's not for them because people say the birds sang Shira just like we sang Shira so we want to thank them why are we throwing it, we're not throwing it out for the birds we're throwing it out so we remember Hayam. there were birds there so by throwing out the food we remember oh, you're the best so we're not feeding them. It's like shaking out your tablecloth. You're doing it for the need of a person, says the Erach Therefore, I'm Matzik. If you ask Erach should I do it? I don't know what he would say. But at least if we see someone doing it, Yeshmi Lismoch, There is what to rely on. They're doing it to remember Shabbos Shira, what Klakadosh Baruch Hu did. But me Ikaradin seems like we should follow the shmir Shabbos and throw it out on Erev Shabbos. Okay. One final thought. Tezayin, Zion. Tezayin, Zion. Right after the Shira. Clay Yisrael start complaining right away. Right in Hamishi. After water, they complain again. They complain and they get the mun. Moshe Aur said to the Jews, Erevi You're gonna see that I took you out of Egypt. Uboker urei isem es kvod Hashem b'shamos t'lunos echem al Hashem. You will see the kavod of Hashem. He's going to give you meat. He's going to give you food. V'nachnu ma kisalinu aleinu. What are we that you're complaining against us? Moshe and Aaron say to Bnei Yisrael, Who are we? What are you? V'nachnu What are we? Chazal pick up on those two words. V'nachnu What are we? Gemara in Chulin daf Bottom of the page in source fifteen. Who and Peitas? Namar, Godol Hanemar, Bemoshav Aaron, Yosi Bimashenemar, BaAvraham. Greater is what is said by Moshe and Aaron, greater than than what Avram Avinu said. Dilu BaAvram Tiv, VaAnochi Avram Aifer. By Avram he says, Oh, I'm dirt, but he was arguing for stone. I'm like dirt and ashes. U Bemoshav Aaron Tiv, Venachnuma. And here they say, Oh, we're nothing. So. What Moshe did, and Moshe and Aaron did, they were better. So how are they better? What, what? Dirt is something, and Nachumah is zero. So dirt and ashes, at least are something. So that's why they, Nachumah is nothing. Okay, maybe. But what's the deeper insight? It says with Sternbach, Tom Vedache quotes a story, which he then relates. Quotes a story. The story goes as follows. Jonas and I, bishops. Ryonas and Ibishitz yeah. once came to a community for Yom Kippur. He was in a community for Yom Kippur one year. He walks into shul, heir Yom Kippur, and he sees somebody towards the back of the shul crying his eyes out. Unbelievable. Saints feel a zakel, afar ani bachhaikav Oh, Misasi, uhajbarku. I have so many khat. So such a holy person. Rabionas Ibishitz says, oh, this city. They must have holy people. Look at this yin! Look at him! Unbelievable! Look what he's... He's lowering himself to... Look at him. So, Neslai says, that's an amazing Jew. I want to daven near him. So, he goes, sits next to him. The next morning, he comes back into shul. He's like, oh, I can't wait. can't wait. I want to be inspired again by this man. And Shachris. this man, is davening and davening. Unbelievable. Neslai Bishit says, I never had as great a shakras. But, Kriya Torah. Kohen, Levi, Yisrael, this man next to him is called up for Ravi. Fourth Aliyah. Gernot Saibish says, obviously, he's obviously one of the great, great tzaddikim of the city, I'm sure. Of course he gets an Aliyah. He's right behind the bima. The man walks up to the, to the uh, not to get the Aliyah. Gernot Saibish is right next to the bima, so he hears the whole conversation. And he says to the Gabbai, the man who just walked up says to the Gabbai, why didn't I get Shlishi? Ravi, I'm a Ravi man. What about Shlishi? That guy, that guy got shlishi. And Yonatan Ibisich is standing there amazed. What's going on here? What's going on? This is the same person that I saw crying and I'm a nothing. I'm going to spark And he's complaining about his aliyah and he sees the guy's upset. He's really upset. Shle- I'm shlishi. Come on. Ravi. Yonatan Ibisich thinks to himself and he says, I understand. I understand the filig. We could all be nothings when we're talking to HaKadosh Baruch But all of a sudden, we turn to our neighbor. We turn to the guy next to us in Shul. All of a sudden, we're not a nothing anymore. All of a sudden, it's very hard for us to think of ourselves lower than our neighbors. Of course you're a nothing to HaKadosh Baruch But when it comes to my friend, he got Shlishi! Nah, can't be. So, Moshe Aaron they're talking, why are they greater? Because Am Avinu is talking to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Okay, that's a myla. But Moshe and Aaron, they're talking to Klai Yisrael. Klai Yisrael, we're no greater than you. That's a much higher myla. When you look at it, when we look at our, our peers, and we don't think of ourselves higher than our peers, that's a maila. He says, That's the story. He says, next paragraph, Dover Nifla. He says, Anava. Shamathi bipiakami doliadur. What's anava? Shalofami me ish tamil in mind but covet may Sometimes there's a Tamil Chacham that doesn't want the covet. He doesn't want covet. That's one level of anava. But a greater Tamil Chacham is not that he just doesn't want the covet. He doesn't think he even deserves the covet. Because deep down, we have to feel that we're no better. It's not just that I don't want it. I'm no better. We're all at, we all have Salam al that's the ultimate. And there's an amazing tshuva of Rav Moshe Feinstein that illustrates this. It's so a tshuva. I mentioned in the, this in the daf a couple, about a month ago. Source 17. It's in one of the posthumous volumes, Yaradea Chaylik Dalid, Nun Aleph. Look at the title of the tshuva. Misha Magzike Mosolachacham. Somebody who everybody thinks is a great rabbi. ze Mivakshe Mosol, Sheis Palel Avuram. And therefore, because they think he's a great rabbi, many people come to ask this great rabbi, please daven for us. Is it appropriate for the great rabbi to daven? Because deep down, he thinks, maybe I'm not such a great rabbi. Who am I to daven? All these people are coming. Do I have to? Am I allowed to? And you look in the tshuva, he's talking about himself. Rav Moshe says, for years people have been coming to me, to daven for them. I don't know why they keep coming for me. I don't know why there are long lines. He says, maybe I published some books and they and they think that I, I know something. He says, but I'm, who am I? I don't know why they're coming to me. So do I have a right to daven for them? I, I'm davening for thousands of people? 1981, this true is written. Line 6, I do what they want. Even though I, I know who am I? People who really know me probably are wondering why I'm faking it out and I'm I'm saying, I'll daven for you. Go, go to somebody greater. I tell them to go to somebody greater and they say, no, Ramosha, we want you. Why don't I send them away? See, Ramosha says, you know why I stopped doing that? Because I kept saying that and they said, oh, you're doing that because you're humble. I'm not doing it I'm humble, says Rav Moshe. I'm doing it because that's not me. Because Rav Moshe was on this highest level. They say that when people had children, Rav Moshe used to be walking down the street. I'm sure my mother could, could tell stories from the lower east side. Rav used to walk down the street and two kids used to be playing on the streets and they wanted to call the other one, Maishi, Maishi. And Ramosha Moshe turned from the other side, yes, what do you want? Because Rav Moshe, he wasn't, he was Rav Moshe. He was Rav Moshe. He, he wasn't Rav Moshe to himself. But but people ask me, so I have to. For Moshe reached the higher level of a sternbach. It wasn't just that he didn't want, he didn't take the covet but he didn't think he deserved the covet. That's Moshe and Aaron. Me, Moshe and Moshe. Lo kam kamosha That's the Rambam. But they say Mi Moshe and Moshe and Moshe. Lo kam kamosha because he was like the original Moshe Rabbeinu. Vanachnu ma They weren't just humble it's in face of a baruch Hu. They were humble in the face of their fellow man. And that's the greater the greater message that we can learn, not holding ourselves higher than any of our friends, our peers, or our neighbors. Okay, we'll stop here. I go in Shirah to all, I go in Tubishvat to all this Shabbos. and we will uh, we'll continue uh next week.